listening to the weekly podcast presented by the Lighthouse Midlothian. For more information, please visit us at www.dfwlighthouse.org. Thank you and God bless. a small intro today because we have heard many, many excellent words. Yes? Yes. You could take anything that was shared today and apply it to your life and have a great week, right? So good words all. Uh, Sometimes this happens. But uh, we're going to have our connect groups, and what we like to do at our connect groups is have something to talk about, not that some people need any extra encouragement, you know, some, some groups you really got to spark something, and others you can't fit in a word edgewise. So, but we do have to, like, have a focus. And so uh, our focus this week is going to be bringing heaven to earth. That's what Jesus did. Amen? And that's what the church is supposed to be. Heaven on earth. Well, something happened to that formula, I've got to tell you, because it doesn't always feel that way, does it? Well, that's because you and me are involved. (laughs) So in order for the church, the body of Christ, the ecclesia, if you speak Greek, the called out ones, that's who we are. We're called out from the world. This is the world. You like my sign language? (laughs) The globe. We're called out, but we're not just called out. We're called to. We're called to him. We're called out, but then we're called back in. So when we get together, we should experience a... Can we sing it today? Oh, a touch of heaven. Thank you. Touch of heaven. I want to sing that before we leave. Where's Maestro? Hi. Good job. Good job today, Noah. You're a blessing. All right. So uh, a touch of heaven. That's what church should be. And, and we've had it today, okay? It's been good. So Hebrews 10. Therefore, brothers and sisters, since we have confidence to enter the most holy place by the blood of Jesus. We have confidence to enter the most holy place. We're going to talk about what that is this week and next week. By a new and living way opened for us through the curtain. He's talking about the tabernacle here. That is his body. And since we have a great priest over the house of God, that's Jesus, let us draw near to God with a sincere heart and with the full assurance that faith brings. 
what the writer of Hebrews is saying here is since we can have access to the holy place which is a meeting with God which is where earth meets heaven this is mind blowing if you can get a hold of it you have access to heaven here on earth oh wow okay um, going to Exodus and Moses was given specific instructions on how to worship. And the first instruction, he said, ask the people to get, receive offerings. This is, again, in Exodus 25, and it should coincide roughly with your Bible reading if you're reading through. They come into covenant... And they have this phenomenal covenant meal, and then Moses is called up, and he's given instructions for a very specific pattern of worship. And the first thing God gives him instructions to make is this box that we call the Ark of the Covenant, but it, it, the, the top of this thing had carved angels with wings, this beautiful thing. And that's where God planned on meeting the, the high priest. Right there. This, this place that he had chosen where heaven meets earth. And only one priest could go in. And it was based on this collection of things, that the, the, the testimony. And I plan to go through all these things next week, but there was a bowl of manna. It was God's provision. You see, we meet with him on the testimony of his provision. The fact that we need more we need daily provision. We can't, we are not self-sufficient, folks. We need to be fed. And Jesus said, man doesn't live by bread alone, even though bread is necessary. But man lives by the word of God. So there was a testimony that God was speaking to his people. Then there was the, the staff, the authority of God. We need the authority of God in our lives. We meet with him, and he not only reveals his authority, and we come under his authority and say, I'm answerable to you, <laughs> but he also has given us authority. We have authority over the enemy, but we can't use that authority that we have without being under his authority. And there also was the, the stone tablets with the commandments on them, the, the commands of God, the teachings of God in the Hebrew. We need a teacher. 
We don't have the truth apart from the Holy Spirit, who is the teacher who leads us into all truth. All this is in this place, this meeting place, this testimony, the basis that we come to him. And he said, be careful that you follow the pattern I'm giving you, the very specific pattern of worship. Why? Because it was a model of heaven. And the angels represented the worship that's going on in heaven. It was a reminder that this is not all there is. It's a reflection. Gold. It reflects light. It, it's glorious. And there you can meet. And we see in Hebrews that Jesus fulfilled all of that and went in so that he could create a way for us to go in and have heaven on earth by experiencing the presence of God. So, this means that we need to invite heaven into our lives. And what he's saying in, this, in Hebrews is, since we can as believers... We should. Doesn't that make sense? Let's do This is a, an amazing privilege that we have access that we should go in. Why? Because all the things that God did to bring his people out of bondage, out of Egypt, out of slavery, through the wilderness... Through the Red Sea, the provision of the manna, the, the, the water, the rock, the, the fire on the mountain. Why did he do all that? So that there could be fellowship. To bring the people into fellowship with him, but to create a covenant which is the basis of all fellowship. And I promise not to pick on you guys too much, but very quickly, they, they've come into an agreement that they are going to be getting married in the fall, and they'll be making a covenant, which is a serious, serious, serious thing. And they're going to say that this is going to be creating Team, team Irby here. You know, Caroline will still be Caroline, but she'll be Mrs. Noah. And he'll still be Noah, but he's going to be Mr. Caroline, okay? <laughs> and they pretty much are already attached. But there's going to be a formalization of the agreement, which, you know, what you say at the end of the ceremony, what God has joined, let no one separate, because it's now one. There is an entwining there that is inseparable, and sometimes we do the little sand ceremony. I don't know if you're going to do that. If you're going to do it, I won't make fun of it. But, but I think it's kind of cool because you say, as hard as it would be to separate these grains of sand, so are these two lives joined together. That blows your mind, doesn't it? I hope so. This is our first counseling session here in front of all these witnesses. 
That's what God was doing with his people. By coming into covenant agreement, saying, we are now joined. Now you have benefits. This is the mind-blowing thing about God's covenant with us. We get all the blessings and all the benefits. What does he get out of it? <laughs> he, he wants us. Isn't that something? He doesn't need you. He doesn't need me. He loves us so much, he wants us. God is not needy. He is the only being in the universe that is eternally self-sufficient. The burning bush. The bush didn't get consumed because he didn't need the fuel. We get this blessing of covenant and the fellowship that comes from being in agreement with the Most High God of the universe. So since we can, we should. So our prayer when we pray on earth as it is in heaven, we're praying a covenant prayer because Jesus made a new covenant whereby he joined himself to us and when we decide to come into covenant with him, and this is a serious thing, and we downplay it, it's not just a decision for Christ. It's not. That's how, where it starts. It goes from decision to living sacrifice, which to me is pretty total. And we grow into that. We grow into that understanding and when we come into that, that understanding we recognize that all of a sudden this line between heaven and earth is not so sharp and that's how Jesus lived he brought heaven wherever he went wouldn't it be nice if you and I were able to bring heaven wherever we went wouldn't that be nice well, it's not just nice. It is the plan. Okay, we're going to close with a six-minute video with some questions at the end of it. My dear, dear friend, Hosanna Wong, who's never met me, I waved at her at the book table once, okay? Uh, she is a gifted poet. And... If you were here when I played, I have a new name, Transformational. Okay, I heard her at the, the Celebrate Recovery Summit. And uh, she wrote a book called Super Added, which is called, uh, it's about the abundant life. And one of the chapters in this is how to bring heaven to earth. And so uh, she talks about being uh, super inclusive. She's talking about including other people in in, into your lives, not just being inclusive for the sake of inclusive. You understand what I mean? Okay, inclusive means I'm, it's just not all about me. So we're going to play this, and we're going to close with the song. Is that cool? All right. Thank you. Uh, let's pray. And take note of the questions. They will also be in your weekly email. If you don't get the email, they'll be on the Facebook page. If you don't have Facebook, then 
go to Jason's house and he'll give them to you. Okay. Thank you, Lord. Thank you that we have access to you. But God, you desire to have access to us and you created us with this autonomy, this will that has to give you entrance, which is really something. So it is my prayer today that you would have entrance into my heart. It is my prayer also that we access who you are and what you are and that we experience heaven more and more in our comings and our goings and in our gatherings. And so as we listen to this, just let it speak to us about how we can come together in groups and experience more of heaven here on earth. In Jesus' name, amen.